Hey boys and people who like to have sex with them, are you curious about toys? Well, if you're not, I'm here to tell you that maybe you should be. Mask sex toys and the people who use them have had a bit of a bad rap, especially compared to the culture around sex toys marketed to women and non-binary people. When it comes to the gals, sex toys have seen a revolution with new designs, brands, and technological innovations, like those amazing clitoral sucking ones that really belong in a lab. Like, come on, they're incredible. From branding partnerships with famous women like Abby Chatfield and Lily Allen to big depictions on television, toys for chicks are colorful, accessible, and much lower in shame than they used to be. But when we talk about sex toys for penis owners, there's a double standard. When you think of toys for boys, maybe you cringe at the thought of sex dolls or fleshlights and picture the basement boy who uses them. Well, banish the thought. There's an amazing world of toys for boys, and they can not only enhance your pleasure, but your performance too. Nat Tentich here, and in this episode, I'm bringing you the beginner's guide to male sex toys, because like anyone, penis owners just want to have some guilt-free fun. So if you found out your female friend had a vibrator, you'd probably hardly bat an eyelid. But generally, dudes with uh, particular toys have been thought of as sad, lonely, perverted. Sexologist Cam Fraser says this stereotype comes from the idea that if a guy needs help, quote unquote, with masturbation, it means there must be something wrong with him. Yeah, there's this kind of narrative around male sexuality that it's very straightforward and simple and not complicated and that guys can just uh, masturbate furiously until they have this five second sticky white crotch sneeze and that's kind of all it is for them. And um, in order to to get there, it's not very hard, right? They they just kind of go through the motions. That's this very uh, stereotypical way that we think about male sexuality. And so the idea is like, if you need to use a sex toy, even if you want to use a sex toy and enhance your pleasure and explore your body a little bit more and take things to kind of a different level, that there's something kind of wrong with you. Like, why would you want to do that? Why can't you just be like a normal guy and just masturbate like everyone else? So there's this kind of... um, almost like fear around exploring a little bit more with toys if you're a guy because you're kind of, oh, what if my mates find out? Oh, what, people are going to think I'm weird. I'm a bit of a, a creep or a bit of a loser because I can't get a, a date or I can't find a, a, a real woman, so to speak. So there's a lot of these kind of layered fears and stigmas and taboos around male sex toys that really tend to hinder guys from uh, exploring and, and using one. Totally. They definitely feel like they hit like a kinkier category, whereas like I feel um, it, it's so much more common for women to just like now have vibrators and, and rabbits and the like. I also like had the thought while you were talking about the fact that a lot of male toys and toys designed for men are more anatomical. Do you think that contributes to what sort of puts people off about this whole category of toy? I think so, yeah. I think there's like a little bit of a... Um like, oh, it just reduces this sexual experience down into a to an orifice or, or just to a particular hole. And I think there is a little bit of, um, I guess, hesitation to kind of want to perpetuate that as well. A lot of guys are like, oh, I don't just want to stick my dick in something. Maybe some guys are, are feeling that. But there's, um, th- there's a lot of other toys out there that I think aren't really as well known. There's a lot of like, uh, like vibrating rings and things like that that maybe aren't as, um, let's say, uh, intimidating i suppose or have a lot of stigma attached to them that can be a little bit more of a entry point for for guys to start exploring sex toys and cam says that stigma means you could not only be missing out on a whole lot of pleasure 
but also some tools to enhance your performance. And something that I really like to encourage guys to do when they start using sex toys is to use them to not only enhance their pleasure, but also enhance their, their sexual function. Like a masturbatory sleeve, for example, like a, uh, a an artificial vagina can be really helpful for a guy to learn what strokes really overstimulate him so that he can train himself or help himself last longer when he is with a or um, using a cock ring for example that helps him with his engorgement and helps him uh, maintain an erection if he's having some erection issues so you know there's this whole world of pleasure that's available to guys but there's also this whole world of like enhanced sexual function which i think a lot of guys are missing out on as well okay so are you hungry to know more well it's time to pull up a chair and open the menu we're going to find out what's out there Because if you've never really done this before, understanding all the options can be kind of overwhelming. Here's Cam to demystify and break down some basic toys and what they're best for. The first thing that comes to mind typically is like a masturbation sleeve. It's your... kind of disembodied vagina or anus or mouth that you put your penis into. That's typically the first thing that comes to mind. And um, and they're very, very common. They come in lots of different shapes and sizes. Sometimes they look a little bit more synthetic and artificial if you're put off by you know, a kind of disembodied piece of anatomy and um, can be really helpful for a guy to learn what strokes really overstimulate him so that he can train himself or help himself last longer when he is with a partner. Uh, but then you've also got things like cock rings as well, which also come in different shapes and sizes and materials as well, from silicon to stainless steel. For example, that helps him with his engorgement and helps him uh, maintain an erection if he's having some erection issues. So uh, then you've also got a lot of uh, anal stimulation toys as well. So your prostate massages, your butt plugs, things that can really be used for, for anyone with an anus, but some stuff that's particularly designed for the male anatomy and, and for that prostate stimulation. Those are kind of the big three uh, overarching umbrella terms uh, for for our sex toys but there's also these outliers and these really unique uh, male vibrators or things that uh, attach onto the the tip of the penis or that attach to the testicles or that stimulate the the shaft in really uh, novel ways as well so if this is revving your engine i've got even more gas for you toys aren't just for solo use You can also play with a mate. Like I said before, not only is it a whole world of pleasure that's available to you, but there's also this whole new world of sexual function and and enhancement as well. And and so like a really simple way of incorporating a a sex toy in a partnered experience is is simply like with a cock ring, for example. So allowing for that extra engorgement, allowing you to maybe last a little bit longer uh, to experience that uh, a little bit of extra pleasure as well. Um, But as with anything uh, new uh, bringing in a partnered kind of relationship a conversation usually needs to happen beforehand so before you start whipping out any uh, sex toys with your partner it can be really beneficial to have a bit of a conversation around like hey i'm really enjoying the pleasure that we're having i I really uh, enjoy the sex that they're having i just want to add in a little bit more i think we could explore a little bit more together keeping it really positively framed keeping it pleasure oriented pleasure positive and um, and then yeah, making this suggestion of like, hey, why don't we why don't we try this? Or would you like to to, to try this with me? Uh, and then bringing in a, a, a toy in that regard can be a really healthy and and beneficial way of introducing that into a, a partnered encounter. Okay, sweet. So we've heard about some really great products, but how do you narrow it down from there? Especially if it's going to look like a really big investment. Here's Cam's number one piece of advice for beginners. Yeah, I think a good piece of advice and just a general rule of thumb with anything sexual is to start small. Uh, so instead of 
uh, going out there and purchasing this big sex machine, uh, start with start with maybe a vibrating cock ring, for example, something that's like not very threatening, not very intimidating. Uh, you can kind of ease you into the whole experience of adding uh, a novelty product into your whole experience or having having something new in your in your masturbation routine. Cam also says, do your Googles. It's a good idea to do some research and find out what the best toy is going to be for you and what you're after, solo or partnered. In terms of like finding what that product is for you, there's a whole host of different websites that have heaps of reviews on sex toys. There's a lot of sex educators out there that are offering really great reviews on products, uh, the latest products and things like this as well. So do a little bit of research before you just jump into uh, buying something. If you go to an adult toy store as well, usually someone behind the counter will know what they're talking about, will be able to recommend something to you as a beginner as well. So there's a, a lot of value, I suppose, in doing a little bit of that research, finding someone who has a bit of credibility and getting some advice from them about where you can start. So yeah, look around, see what looks like fun and offers the sensations that you're keen on. Right, so let's say you've decided on a toy, you've punched in your afterpay and it's coming at your doorstep in two to five business days with a discreet note on the bank statement. Woo, now what? Toy maintenance, we want your shiny new plaything to last as long as it can. So what should you be mindful of? Cam says the first is matching your lube to your toy. Something to be really careful of is, like if you're using a silicon toy, make sure you don't use a silicon-based lube uh, because of the interaction between the two materials. It could degrade the product over time. Uh, similar thing with oil and um, porous material on your sex toys. The oil can be a bit hard to clean out. It can also degrade the material over time. Um, so again, uh, just be mindful about using a water-based lube. That's usually your safest bet when you're uh, using any type of sex toy because it works with every type of material. Uh, so that's the first thing is matching your lubes to the, the product of your toy. You also want to be hygienic and keep your shit clean, especially if it's going to have shit on it. So make sure you wash your toys after use. A lot of people, after they've maybe had a, a climax, had an orgasm, had a really pleasurable uh, self-pleasure or partnered sexual session, kind of put their toys back in the drawer and, or, or just kind of leave them and forget about them. Uh, having that, that you know, post-session, post-sex wash is really important for your toys. Uh, there's uh, some baby wipes you could get. There's particular um, sex toy cleans, uh, cleanants that you can get as well. But just having a good wash with a little bit of uh, soap and a little bit of water can be really helpful. Also, if you're sharing toys with other people, depending on the shape, you can and probably should use condoms to keep them clean and safe. And lastly, some product safety tips for you. Here's Cam again. Another thing to be mindful of is if you're doing any anal stimulation or anal play is using a product that is wider at the bottom than it is at the top or has a flared base so that you don't lose anything up there. It's been many ER visits for people that have put something up their butt and regretted it later on. Mm -hmm. uh, and then something else to be mindful of as well is particularly with cock rings uh, is to make sure you're using them uh, carefully and mindfully again there's been a lot of ER visits for uh, people with penises that have got a cock ring stuck uh, because they haven't used it properly or correctly or they've done something uh, that hasn't been advised and it's gotten um, it, it's, it's gotten stuck unfortunately and it needs to be cut off so those are some really common things um, I say common in terms of like 
if there's going to be an injury, those are typically the injuries that happen. They're, they're not something that's normal. Uh, it's only if they're being misused, the products are being misused. So uh, those are some, some things to keep in mind. Look, I can't stress this enough. Don't let ER horror stories scare you out of buying these things. As Cam said, it's rare for this to happen and it will only really happen if you fully misuse a product. So just know what you're doing, know what you're getting and read the instructions. And if you were toying with the idea of adding some spice into your sex life, go forth and try it. There's no shame, only good times and better game to be had. I hope this episode's been helpful. If this episode helped you and you want to share your progress or you have a recommendation for something really good, just like get up in my DMs at Triple J The Hookup on Instagram. You can also hit us there for topic suggestions or any questions you have about sex, love and relationships you'd like us to investigate. We'll do that for you. You can also email thehookup at abc.net.au. Catch you next time.